Hi, I'm Lucy James, and I listen to the One Up Gaming podcast. Hi, I'm Keith Allen, and I play Murphy on Z Nation, and I listen to One Up Gaming podcast. Welcome to the next generation of gaming yeah. with the One Up Gaming crew. With news from the weekend gaming and just some random chatter. Okay. With your hosts, David and Nathan, plus some special guests. It's time. For more info, please visit www.1upgaming.co.uk. Xbox One Challenge. Challenge I'm King, you already, already know. Ruling games on PC, yeah. PSP, PlayStation, PlayStation 4. 4. Play all genres, highest seats. If there is a leader's board, you can find a mod that no. would allow you no. all to see, to my, see scores. my scores. David and Nathan, Nathan, reviewing the games for me. Games for me. That's why I'm so dangerous. See, their uh, tips uh, so good, uh, you, won't believe. you won't believe. Keep playing strong. strong. One up gaming coming on. They coming it's the show on. you all have waited for yeah. the Waste not very long, not go To one up game and 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 go Listen up, yo David here, One Up Gaming, episode 336 of the One Up Gaming podcast. Now, this week I've set up more. So I've got a microphone, I've got a camera, I've got front light, I've got side light, I've got rear lights. So hopefully this all lights up nicely. And yeah, hopefully this will all turn out well in post-production. I don't know. We'll just see how it goes. So yeah, episode 336 of the One Up Gaming podcast. Now, uh, this week we're sponsored by Games Inspired Music. It's an album available to buy. You can stream it, you can buy it. It's really cheap. 20% of each sale will go to the Child's Play charity. And that is really nice. And we will donate that as soon as we can. Um, I mean, where to go? Where to go? I've uh, got new jobs, new things, new equipment, new bits that's happening in my life. Uh, yeah. YouTube's doing well, so please subscribe, like. If you want to win any t-shirts, we've got a t-shirt available to win. It's a Dead Space one. So just leave a comment on any of our videos. Subscribe and, well, subscribe to our YouTube channel and leave a comment that just says Dead Space. And we'll go through these and we will look and try and get a t-shirt sent out to a winner. So I guess we'll just go into the games that we've been playing this week. So let's get into it. This is Antonio Banderas, reminding you all to listen to my friend's podcast, 
the One Up Gaming Podcast. Hello, Andy. This is Colin. I want to be out getting the night. So first up, I had to download it, I had to play it, Hi-Fi Rush, it was just announced at the Xbox Games Conference thing that they just did, and it's one of these games that, when you're looking at it, it looks absolutely stunningly amazing, and I just assumed that because it was a lower budget game, it was a game that came out of nowhere. There was a couple of rumours that Tango Works were working on a game and everyone just assumed it was like a horror gothic game. It turns out to be a really bright, colourful, shiny, cel-shaded sort of style action beating up with music. And I was playing it and I loved the humour, I loved how things were going. And yeah, I think it could be a really nice little game. I'm glad it is like a budget sort of title. It's only like half price of a normal game, I believe. And it looks stunning. It really does look absolutely beautiful when you're playing it. Um, Yeah, so Hi-Fi Rush, really nice little game. Hopefully I'll play a little bit more and see how I get into it. So next up was Bladed Fury. Now this one is like a 2D side-scrolling sort of game. Imagine like a Nidhogg sort of game, but it's more of a story-based sort of thing. But you're still running around trying to hack and slash people and kill them. Um, It's like just about any other game really. Uh, Yeah, so Bladed Fury... Nice little game. I got a bit bored after about half an hour, so I don't know if I'll ever go back to it, but yeah, it it was okay, just one of those okay games, you know, it's just like, yeah, it's alright. So, yeah, moving on. Need for Speed Heat. Now, I only downloaded this one because some people were sort of saying that Need for Speed... 
unbound. I keep trying to think of Ridge Racer Unbounded, but Need for Speed Unbound plays very similar to Need for Speed Heat. And I can see where they're coming from, it does look quite similar, apart from all the graphical shininess that's on the new version. But, I don't know, it just didn't have that wow factor. I think the new Need for Speed, it just looks, it's got that something different about it, whereas this one, it just looks like a hundred other arcade games with realistic graphics sort of thing. Um, and I just thought, mm, eh, it's not for me. Onimusha Warlords. Now this game, it's a remake. Well, it's more of a re-res of the PS2 sort of game and it's very weird playing these games now with the static 2D backgrounds and the 3D characters moving in and out of the 2D sort of space, it's weird. I did enjoy like, the Resident Evil style game but with swords and mm, stuff, it was quite funky, I liked that. I just don't think that, like when they did the Resident Evil remake, like the original Resident Evil remake, it actually looked quite nice because they added a, a more of a 3D, a more of a high-res background image, let's say. Whereas this, it still looks very grainy and very pixelated and weird. But the gameplay is still there, it's still fun to play, which I guess that's the main thing. So, a weird one next, and that was Doctor Who, The Edge of Reality. And this one, I mean, I don't even know how to sort of explain it. It's, imagine like the, the BBC pay a really budget developer to make a Doctor Who game. It's a first person puzzle style game. And it looks cheap, it plays cheap. But it was quite fun. It had its moments, it had little bits and bobs, it was quite fun. Um... But yeah, so that's the Doctor Who game. I, mean, I wouldn't recommend it. It... Yeah, I'd... No, no, I wouldn't recommend it. If you like Doctor Who, you'd probably be disappointed. But it's quite funky, quite a funky little, little game. I can't make this choice. So you've got to. You're the Doctor now. The next game is Snooker National Championship or Nation Championship, I can't remember what I wrote down now. And this one is basically the Pool Nation engine and it's just Snooker instead of Pool. I don't know why they couldn't have just had the one game that had both just like in option where you drop down one or two. Um, but I guess it's they could get like I guess if they sell these both games if they came out for like 20 quid each they get you £40 but if they were to release them both together they'd have to sell it for like 20 25 just and they wouldn't make as much money probably but very similar to like the Pool Nation game it looks stunning but the 
physics, the the controls just seem off. They seem a little bit out. It's weird. Uh, but yeah, if you like snooker, give it a go. See what you like. Because I don't think there's been a proper snooker game. It was the last one, like Snooker Championship 2019, that I quite enjoyed. That was quite a straight-faced sort of game, wasn't it? It wasn't like a funny sort of game. It was like a really serious game. And the last game that we've been playing this week is Mark McMorris Infinite Air. And again, this is one of those games where back in the year 2012, 2013, whenever it was, I played this game and I thought, oh, I quite enjoyed this. It's quite fun. But going back now, it's like, nah. Nah, the game's really bad. The game is really, really, really bad. And... Yeah, it looks like a cheap mobile game. Now it's really weird. I think it's like one of those games that's got the the background sort of like random generation, generation, random generator, where it generates the background, the snow and the mountains and stuff. And yeah, it just looks basic. It doesn't have the detail. Doesn't have it. Didn't have the playability that I was looking for. You get in a helicopter, go to the top of the mountain, jump down, and just go wee, and it's just rubbish. Hit a little rock, goes inside. I think it goes black and white in slow motion. You just fall down. It's quite funny. Uh, we do have a review. Oh, I don't even hear people screaming outside. That's really weird. Uh, we do have a review on the website of these little tiny earbuds with the microphone built in. I was thinking of doing the, the podcast with these each week, but unfortunately, I'm a little sissy boy, and I don't like things inside my ear, and they it like hurts if I put things in there. That's why I went out and bought the Samsung Galaxy um, Bud Live that don't actually fit in your ear. They just sit in your like the little space, so I don't get the pain in my ears. Whereas these, they fit gorgeous, but unsurprisingly, they do give me earache. Um, but everything works as intended. They look really nice. I think they're about a hundred pounds, so. Yeah, it's. I'm trying to look for the box. Oh, there it is. Ugh. The Kimura Solo, these are. You can get the Kimura Duo, which are £150. Or you can get just the the actual cable itself with the microphone for, I think, about 50 quid. Um, the cable's not braided, they feel a little bit cheap if I'm honest, but they do the job. It worked on the Xbox, it sounded nice in my ears, and I guess that's what you need, but go look at the review, see what you think. So yeah, please go to our YouTube channel, um, subscribe, comment, uh, we're trying to do every week the Gran Turismo 7 series, the Fantasy League with Football Manager 23 series, Evercade series, the Star Trek Online series, 
the worst games ever series and the Ridge Racer 6 series. And that is what we're trying to do each week. Sometimes we can only get one or two done just because of work commitments and stuff. Um, but yeah, that is what we are looking to do. So that's what I've been doing this week with me, David, One Up Gaming, episode 336 of the One Up Gaming podcast. And yeah, we'll be back in a few seconds with this week's news. So back soon. My name is Wacken. Kama Christopher, and I listen to the One Up Gaming podcast. You should too. Perhaps they'll even have some cowbell. Hi, David here, One Up Gaming, episode 336 of the One Up Gaming podcast. Back with some news this week. It's going to be a, just a quick one this week because, yeah, um, it's just going to be quick. There's not that much news. Just going to get this quickly recorded and done. Oh, I'm trying to breathe. It feels weird not wearing my little earbuds, but I'm using my blue snowball microphone, I think it is. Which has been sat on the computer for, I was going to say about a year, year and a half, and not even been plugged in. And I thought, well, it might just be easy if I just sit down, put a mic next to me and see if that works better. Um, but anyway, episode 336, and we are going to be going into some news. do 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 Right, so, Xbox and Bethesda Developer Direct, January 2023, everything announced. So, the the shared updates on games that included Redfall, The Elder Scrolls Online, Forza Motorsport, Minecraft Legends, and more. So Redfall finally has a release date. The co-op vampire shooter from Arkane and Bethesda is coming on May 2nd. We also get a look at some extended gameplay showing Arkane's trademark level design that allows players to take on combat situations in multiple ways. Minecraft Legends gets April release date. PvP details revealed. So is this the the role-playing kind of game that they released? Or is this a different game? I don't know. Anyway, Minecraft Legends will be coming out on April 18th. I guess not then. So I wonder what the other other game was called. Because I'm not a big fan of Minecraft. I've never really played it. So I don't really know. Anyway, thoughts on Motorsport. Gameplay and details revealed. So Turn 10 Studios showed off new gameplay of thoughts on Motorsport. Said it'll still come out sometime in 2023. Will feature 20 locations to race. That including returning favourites. And 5 that are brand new to this entry. Also saw lots of beautiful shots of racing which run at 40k, 40k, 4k, 60 frames a second with ray tracing. It'll feature more than 500 cars, including over 100 that are new to the game. Tango Gameworks. Did I say Tango in the earlier section or did I say Tequila? I said Tequila Works. Who's Tequila Works? I don't know. Tango Gameworks Hi-Fi Rush is a rhythm action game. 
came out during the the show. Well, a couple of hours after the show. Um, everything moves to the beat. Very vibrant rhythm action game. Also released it in Game Pass. Studio from games like The Evil Within and Ghostwire Tokyo. It's a big departure for the studio with bright upbeat gameplay and a rocking soundtrack. Playing to a beat isn't required, but you get rewarded if you do stay in time. Uh, you can try all previous Elder Scrolls online chapters for free, which I don't really care about. And that seems to be the the actual show that Microsoft sh- the show that Microsoft showed. I don't know what I'm trying to say. English is hard. English is really really hard. Um, but yeah. I don't know if there's anything there that made me go wow. I mean, the um, Hi-Fi Rush was a good little game. And I'm really looking forward to seeing more of the Forza game. But you, you don't know until you until you get to see him, do you? You really don't know. So, next up, we have Xbox CEO Phil Spencer and Activision Blizzard Takeover. It's been a learning experience for me. The company is focused on getting the deal closed. Uh, didn't uh, Speaking of IGN, Spencer said he didn't know anything about this type of acquisition when it was announced in January 2022. But having undergone the process and having conversations with key players, he's more confident now than he was last year. The fact that I have more insight and more knowledge about what it means to work with the different regulatory boards, I'm more confident now than I was a year ago, simply based on the information I have and the discussions that we've been having, Spencer said. Um, when we announced a year ago we talked about an 18 month time frame we're 12 months into that I think we continue to stay focused on getting the deal closed Spencer would have plenty reason to be a little shaken however as several government bodies have have moved to challenge the deal in the past few months including the United States Federal Trade Commission and the UK's Competitions and Markets Authority the European Union is also reportedly preparing a statement of objection. The deal which will see Xbox own several prolific game franchises including Call of Duty and Overwatch has also been criticised by various US Senates in the, the, the City of New York and the US Justice Department. Despite this, Spencer said his confidence remains high. We're actually working with regulatory boards around the world that, that need to approve this, and it's been a learning experience for me. A lot of time spent, a lot of travel, a lot of conversations. But they're conversations where I get to talk about the industry and the work that we do and what we do and why we do it. I think more regulators uh, that are informed about what game gaming is and how business runs, who the players are and what our aspiration is as Team Xbox is just a good thing for the industry itself. Yeah, so what do you guys think? Do you guys think it's a good thing that Microsoft are doing this? Or we don't know, do we, until we see what happens in the end of the end of the actual thing. The end of the guess we'll see what happens at the end. But leave your comments below. It'd be nice to read some of them. I really enjoy interacting with some people, not all, but some people. Anyway, we'll go into the next bit of news, which is a YouTuber's pet fish streams Pokemon, then commits credit card fraud. YouTuber, oh my god, I can't say that. Mootkimaru channel is well known for live streaming their pet fish playing various games through motion tracking software, which registers the pet's positions as input button inputs, uh, 
The fish have accomplished some pretty impressive things during their streams. In 2020, they even beat Pokemon Sapphire after a 3,195-hour run. Still not enough time to get the YouTube to monetize. Um, but even they even beat Pokemon Sapphire. Oh, well, but early this month, the fish did want did what no fish has hopefully done before: commit credit card fraud. During a live stream 12 days ago, the fish were off to a good start in Pokemon Violet, uh, winning a few battles and, and slowly but surely progressing through the story. About five hours into the stream, however, the game crashed, giving the fish free access to the rest of their Switch owner's Switch. From there, they went to the eShop and added 500 yen, about $3.85 of funds of their owner's account, even exposing their owner's credit card information to viewers in the process. They also sent their own owner a PayPal verification email, redeemed Nintendo Switch Online points for a Nintendo Switch Sports profile picture and downloaded Switch's Nintendo 64 emulator app. Luckily, according to TechSport, the YouTube was able to get a refund after explaining the situation to Nintendo. We gave Nintendo Scarlet and Violet a 6 in a review praising its massive open world and story but criticising all its apparent performance issues. It shouldn't have even got anywhere near that score, to be honest. But, yeah. Our fish going to take over the world. That is the main thing, isn't it? Our fish going to do that. I don't know. I don't know. Crazy. Crazy story. But if you are stupid enough to hook up random things to your Switch and just let it happen, then you're an idiot. You really are an idiot. Anyway. The Tomb Raider TV series is in the works at Amazon from Fleabag writer. Lara Croft's latest on-screen adventure could be coming courtesy of Phoebe Waller-Bridger. I have no idea who that is. After a long break, Lara Croft is on the comeback trail. So THR? Tomb Raider? I don't know. If, no, is that just THR? I don't know. Reports that a television show about the famous video game adventure is in development at Amazon... With Fleabag writer Phoebe Waller-Bridge attached to pen the scripts and exclusive produce, executive produce. THR also reported that Amazon has plans to make, also make a new Tomb Raider movie and at least one additional video game hoping to make an MCU-like interconnected universe. But they've already announced they're doing like an, a new Tomb Raider game in Unreal Engine 5, I think they said. Amazon had no comment on the report. Not much is known about the new projects, including who will play the role of Lara Croft, who has been previously portrayed by Angelina Jolie, and most recently, Alicia Vikander. I don't know how to say the words, I'm sorry. Uh, Walla Bridge, Bridger, I like the way it says Bridger, and then I think earlier on it said Bridge. Yeah, Bridge. So why is it Bridger than Bridge? I don't know. Rose to prominence thanks to Fleabag on acclaimed BBC sitcom based on her one-woman show of the same name. The success of Fleabag earned Waller Bridger an overall deal at Amazon Studios, which also includes another mystery series that may or may not be still on the schedule. There hasn't been a new Tomb Raider game since 2018, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, but Lara Croft has shown signs of re-emerging in late. In addition to the new Power Washing Meta DLC that allowed players to clean their apparent filthy mansion, Amazon recently struck a deal with Crystal Dynamics to make a new game in the series. 
Tomb Raider is part of the Embracer Group's 300 million acquisition of Square Enix Western Studios, which also included Deus Ex and Thief, among other franchises. You can read the full story here. Blah, 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 blah. So, Tomb Raider. If they're using the same kind of cameras and stuff that they use for the... And the backgrounds and the everything that they use in the Lord of the Rings series. At least it'll look stunning. Absolutely beautiful. Um, but, I don't know, does the world need another Tomb Raider sort of thing? We seem to be getting a lot of random things at the minute. Um, but we don't know. We don't know, do we? We just don't know. Anyway, next up. WWE star Zelina... Vega joins Street Fighter 6 as a commentator. I don't know who she is. I really don't. WWE's annual Royal Rumble event had plenty of exciting moments as wrestling's biggest superstars fought for a title match spot at this year's WrestleMania 39. One notable moment was Zelina Vega's entrance during the women's event where it was revealed that she'll be lending her voice as a guest commentator in the upcoming Street Fighter 6. Uh, Vega's energetic entrance at the show so I addressed as Yuri Han from Street Fighter you can watch the entire moment in the WWE tweet below Vega's no stranger cosplayer having dressed up as a number of pop culture items including Mortal Kombat's Katina and Melina Nurse Joy from the Pokemon anime series there's an anime series? I don't know <coughs> does that mean like the TV show? I, I guess so Poison Ivy, Harley Quinn, Overwatch's Diva, I don't know, Starlight from The Boys, can't stand that character, and many more. During her Royal Rumble entrance, it was also revealed that she will be a guest commentator in the upcoming Street Fighter VI. This is uh, in addition to a number of FGC commentators like Tasty Steve and James Chen, who are spice up matches with what Capcom's calling real-time commentary feature. I have no idea what they're going on about. IGN is also excited to announce that Zelina Vega will be will be at this year's IGN Fan Fest. Oh, no one cares. No one cares. Does anyone know anything about the Street Fighter 6? Does anyone know about these real-time commentators? Is it, like, built into the game? I, I don't know. I don't know. It, I I guess we'll have to wait and see a little bit more about what's going on with this. Um, So I guess we'll move on to Jeremy Renner was saving his nephew when injured in a snowplow accident. Uh, A Nevada sheriff report obtained by CNN found that Jeremy Jeremy Renner was actually trying to save his nephew when he got in a snowplow accident on New Year's Day that nearly cost him his life. The Hawkeye actor was attempting to stop his snow removal tracks from sliding and hitting his nephew when he was pulled under the vehicle and crushed. Uh, Renner told investigators that he was using his snowcat vehicle to push his nephew's truck out of the snow when the snowplow suddenly started to slide sideways. The actor then exited the vehicle to try and stop the machine. Once he was off the piston bully, he realised he it was heading directly towards his nephew. The report said he feared the Piston bully was going to hit his nephew, so he decided to attempt to stop or divert. Yeah, whatever. In order to get back into the snowplow, Carrena had to climb onto the onto its moving track. The report notes that the movement he attempted to climb up, the moment he attempted to climb up, he was immediately pulled under the left side track. It's also important to note that 
The parking brake on the snowplow was not engaged. Why is it also... It was moving. I don't know. Although the piston really had some mechanical issues, it is believed, based on our mechanical inspection, that the parking brake would have kept it from moving forward. <laughs> Smart. Were the report read... When Renner attempted to stop or divert the piston bully to avoid injury to his nephew, he was pulled into the vehicle by the truck and run over. The report also states that mechanical issues may have been a factor in this incident, incident accident due to a malfunctioning brake indicator light. It was ultimately good news that Renner's nephew was there, though, as he was able to help the actor until help arrived. Renner was then airlifted to the hospital, underwent at least two surgeries and was treated for inattentive care. Renner has now returned to his home, but he's still recovering from the accident. He took to Twitter to thank all the supporters. He broke 30-plus bones during the incident. Oh my god. That's quite crazy, isn't it? It is quite crazy. And the last bit of news that I've got this week is... Do-do-do... Annie Washing, I'm sorry about the name, I really apologise, I'm not good with names. The Last of Us game and 24 actress dies at 25, at 45, bloody hell. Acclaimed actress has passed away at the age of 45 after a prolonged battle with cancer. As reported by Deadline, uh, Washing was diagnosed with cancer in 2020. He continued her acting career, appearing in both Star Trek Picard and The Rookie. He's best known for her role as Rennie Walker in the show 24th, no idea, never seen it. As well as Leslie Dean in Marvel's Runaways, no idea, never seen it. She's also well known for her outstanding performance as Tess Supopolis in, I don't know, in the 2013 PlayStation game The Last of Us. Uh, was she in the remake? I don't know. Neil Druckmann, co-creator of The Last of Us, posted on Twitter saying, Just found out my our dear, my dear friend Annie uh, passed away. We just lost a beautiful artist and human being. My heart is in sh- my heart is shattered. Thoughts are with her loved ones. Also, he also posted a link to GoFundMe, GoFundMe that has been set up by her family. Uh, survived by her husband, actor Stephen Fall, and her for three children... Freddie, Ozzy and Archie. Her husband also issued the following statement after her passing. There is a carnivorous hole in the soul of the family today, but she left us the tools to fill it. She found wonder in the simplest moment. She didn't require music to dance. She taught us not to wait for the event to find you and go find it. It's everywhere. So, my friends, that is the news. And I just tapped the microphone. I do apologise. Um... We will try and load up the gaming top 40 charts now and see if it loads up because I've clicked buttons and I think it's loading. Yep, it's loaded. Right. And we'll get this screen captured. So, top 40 news, no, top 40 games. Number 40, Ring Fit Adventure, Horizon Forbidden West, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, Need for Speed Unbound, Luigi's Mansion 3, 35, Red Dead Redemption 2, Kirby and the Forgotten Land, PGA Tour 2K23, Metroid Dread, The Last of Us Remastered, 
Number 30, 51 worldwide games. Why do these games get solved? They're shite. Uh, the Callisto Protocol, Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury, The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt Complete Edition, Pokemon Legends Arceus, number 25 Sonic Frontiers, Super Mario Odyssey, Just Dance 2023 Edition, Just Dance 2022, no, Just Dance 2020, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, number 20 Grand Theft Auto The Trilogy The Definitive Edition, Number 19, NBA 2K23, Splatoon 3, Mario Party Superstars, New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe. Number 15, The Last of Us Part 1, Mario Plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle, Pokemon Scarlet, Animal Crossing New Horizons, Grand Theft Auto 5. Number 10, Minecraft. Number 9, Pokemon Violet. Number 8, Nintendo Switch Sports. Number 7, Fire Emblem Engage. Number 6, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Number 5, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Number 4, Forspoken. Number 3, God of War Ragnarok. Number 2, FIFA 23. And at number 1, brand new, Dead Space. And that is thanks to the Games Press and GFK Entertainment Software Charts, all formats. So thank you to them. So that, my friends, is the One Up Game um, podcast episode... 336 I think it was was that what it was yeah 336 of the One Up Gaming podcast uh, please go to our website which is oneupgaming.co.uk please check out our Patreon which is patreon.com slash O-U-G um, you can buy t-shirts like this that's got John Hare or just our logos on just go to our website oneupgaming.co.uk and the top right hand corner you can buy t-shirts from there loads of designs, loads of colours, check them out the Games Inspired um, music album is available. Just Google it, stream it, buy it. 20% of each sale goes to Charles Player Charity. We have our 100 podcasts available from audiobooksontape.com and £1 of each sale will go to the Diabetes UK Charity. And that, my friends, is basically it so please look for us on facebook just search one gaming we are on youtube subscribe like share ring the bell everything you can we've got over 2000 subscribers now every little helps um we're on twitch which is just twitch.tv slash oug official and if you want to tweet us it's at oug official and again if you want to email us it's contact at oneupgaming.co.uk and that my friends is Episode 336 of the One Up Gaming Podcast. If you're watching us, subscribe. If you're listening to us, please subscribe. Five stars, positive feedback. It really helps when people are searching for podcasts. So again, it's been me, David, from One Up Gaming, saying thank you all. Goodbye. As I'm waiting online to play more Gears of War And I can't help but to hear No, I can't help but to hear an exchange between nerds What a bullshit achievement What a bullshit achievement Says a griefer to a and whiner yes, but what a shame What a shame the guy's such an achievement whore I chime in with a haven't you people
school mentality. I'm driving. Haven't you people ever heard of having your gamer score? No, it's much better to play your console games with a hard code. Well, in fact, between Forza and Madden, I mean, technically the points are the same. And now I get to boast with my online nickname. Oh, well, in fact, between Chrome, Hounds, and Uno, I mean, technically the points are the same. And now I've got the most because I've got no shame, less than no shame. Support your 